Remember when plug and play used to be like a big deal? I sure do. Like it, it, it was a big deal if you could if you could take hardware, plug it into your computer, and have it work. Yeah, it was a big deal, and it's also usually a lie for a while there. That was fun. Well, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But I, I, I definitely have like these these vivid memories of going to Staples and looking for computer hardware and having to check to see whether it was plug and play compatible because we didn't have good internet. Oh yeah, same, same. I mean, well, no, we had great internet, but we did the same thing because even though plug and play was mostly a lie, it was still better than fucking with IRQs. Okay, tell me about IRQs. What are IRQs? Um, IRQ is an interrupt request. Um, I know IRCs. No, that's different. Um, equally, about equally old, though, actually. Um, no, an IRQ is just a... It's a, it's a channel that the CPU listens on for input from something mm. that needs a little bit of time to do something. Like, when you move the mouse, that generates an IRQ, and those are higher priority than some others. Um, so, you know, just just mm. it's just computer architecture stuff um but you used to have to configure what channel some devices were listening to or sending them on manually which was stupid and it sucked and nobody enjoyed it that sounds fun i don't think i ever really had to fight that much with hardware i guess i do remember fighting with hardware as a kid i just don't remember any of the shape of what that looked like ah see this this is the problem i remember too much of that ah well you would (laughs) You yeah, would. I, yeah, I would. So, uh, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. It's been about, what, two months since we recorded last? Oh, has it been that long? It has been. It has long. been. It's been. Yeah, I guess it has been. And I so, guess it has been. There's a, there's a lot of, like, life that has happened in the interim. For example, I have not gone up and done any more stand-up. No, you haven't, somehow. I'm, I'm actually somehow. a little bit surprised. Well, the the thing is, I have to memorize my set, mm-hmm. and I fucking hate memorization. It's like the bane of my existence. I know. So every day I look at my set and I go, if I learn this really well, it's pretty good. I, I could really kill with this. Sure. And every day I go, but <laughs> if I didn't spend the time to learn it, I could do so many other things. Yeah, like like bothering me in person. Yeah, like that's <laughs> right. Speaking of bothering you in person, <laughs> tell, um, tell me, tell me, tell me why you Googled the Washington State Ferries. See, I, I, I wasn't sure this is going to be a a bodged transition, or if you were about to ask if I want to go to Dick's after this. I mean, I'm okay either way. Yeah, sure, same. Um, <laughs> Washington State Ferries. We're we're, uh, we're officially a Seattle podcast now, right? Like, we yeah, can we make should Seattle references and just expect people to keep up, right? Well, well, that's. Have I been here long enough for that? Because I've not even been here a month yet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if 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 you know where you're going, when someone says that they're going to Opera Glasses, you're 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 good. Fuck. Oh, I hate that so much. I mm-hmm. for context. This is a message for one message and one. Me- sorry, this is a message for one listener only. You know who you are. Don't try and make that a thing. Well, for, for context, on, on our light rail, which there is only one line here in Seattle, it, is, it right. is called the one line, and there is only one line. And each stop, each stop along the one line has an icon associated with it. And one of the icons is opera glasses. And so, friend of the show, Bryant, will message us 
and be like, hey, I'm going to Opera Glasses if anyone wants to tag along. And we have to say, I don't know what the fuck Opera Glasses is. That's right. I don't At know which any point, of the icons. Brian explains done. the entire concept. <laughs> just as I have done. Right, yes. And it doesn't not fill me with rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just, just to be clear here, in case you somehow haven't heard, if this is somehow the only way in which you, the listener, are getting updates from me, Liz Mulholland, um, I live in Seattle now. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably point that one out, perhaps, that, that both of us should. now live in Seattle. I've been here for... I guess that, that, does, that does help to explain why you were Googling Washington State Ferries. Sure, 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 sure. I've been here just under a month. Um, you you want to you find all, all of the Washington State gay people. That's right. I want to find yeah. each and every one, and yeah, we'll save that for the after show. <laughs> I think I think using less inflammatory language would be a good start. Uh oh, that's for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Idle Curiosity, the weekly search driven podcast. Weekly, goddamn it. Weekly, an ostensibly weekly, weekly search driven podcast by Noel Midnight and Liz Mulholland. <laughs> Each week we ask each other what we've been searching for and then um, get derailed immediately. Isn't that the point? Yes. Um, God, I wish I'd get... Uh, wait. I, I don't. I think that's the opposite of what you want. <laughs> yeah, no, I want the opposite of getting derailed. Getting, that's right. Getting, getting, getting re-railed. Um, re-railed. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't necessarily like the implications of that either. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe, mm, yeah, maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> Washington State Ferries. So I um, I googled this and then ended up not using it last weekend. I uh, went to get my COVID booster and my flu shot, and for some reason, even though like like every news article I've seen on Twitter about the uh, new COVID booster is how not enough people are getting it, how n- barely anybody's getting it. However, at the same time, the it's earliest it's fucking hard to get. Yeah, the earliest appointment I found to get it when I was searching in like mid November to get the booster was across the sound in Kitsap County. There were no appointments in Seattle. Why did mine? My nearest location was five miles away. Yeah. And I have like, yeah, that's fine. If you come from a rural mindset and or have a car, sure. Like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm fucking taking the bus here. Five miles on the bus is fucking like three counties over. It's, it's, it is utterly ridiculous. Like, I have a car. I can blow a weekend driving to um, Silver Lake to go get a flu shot in a Target. But I have a car. Most people here don't. It's stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, I punched it into Google Maps because I don't know where the fuck Kitsap County is aside from west of here generally. Sure. And it was always telling me every time I looked that the fastest route involves taking a ferry. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. I haven't taken a ferry here yet. And so I was just looking up, like, the route, what time they sail, the fares. And it turns out that <laughs> my car is, ha- by half an inch, qualifies for a slightly discounted fare because it's under a certain length. Which means I get to be smug about the size of my car again, which, right. I, as you know, I love doing. Right. Um, I, 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 I'm sure that's just joyous for you. It, it, genuinely, I, like... Your car isn't that small, though. Like, I've ridden in the back of your car. It's fine. I know. It's it's the Volkswagen Golf. It's a perfectly standard, I would say, average-sized car. It's, it's what you would call cromulent. Yeah, yeah. It's 
I mean, by American standards, yes, it's a compact. American standards are wrong, as usual. Sure. Yeah, no, I was just looking at the fares and when they sail and all that nonsense. And then because of just nonsense involving the other things I was doing on Saturday, I ended up not taking the ferry at all. I just drove over the Tacoma Narrows Bridge instead, um, which fortunately... How is that? Not- I haven't... Wait, have I done that drive? I don't think I've done that drive. It's really pretty. I will say once, like once you're out of Tacoma proper, like once you're over the narrows it's a beautiful drive it's mostly forest and once you're going up um, the other side of the sound it's probably even prettier when the uh, air quality is better because i would imagine it was um as we've had so many days in the past um basically since i got here the air quality index was over 100 and the haze was thick and you could barely see like maybe a half mile down the road before the haze just kicks in. It was bad over there. I mean, it, it's it's smoke season. It's just kind of the, the side effect of what you get when you legalize weed. <laughs> <laughs> I was told smoke season would be over by now. Well, I, I, I've been told a lot of things. It is mid, mid fucking October and we aren't in raisins. We aren't in rain season yet. I can talk. You can talk. Um, yeah. Although the weather does look optimistic starting later this week. Hopefully. God willing. They're saying that starting Friday, we should have rain every single day for at least six days. Oh, I just realized, you know where my, you know where my rain jacket is? It's in your storage unit, isn't it? Or no, even worse. Crate. It's in the container that's still across the country. Wonderful. Would, yeah. Well, I'm not sure I, if my rain jackets would fit you. They're probably not made for someone who is like, 15% larger than me in every way. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, my, I have a coat here that has a hood. It's fine. I just, you know, I wanted to, I have a rain jacket for a reason. But yeah, no, raining, rainy season is coming soon, hopefully. We hope. We pray. And that means that someone has to find out what day Thanksgiving is. Yeah, so um, you, you may recognize me um, from the show. I am, I am queen of the dumbasses. <laughs> It's it's a hotly contested title, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. But uh, I found myself putting together invites for friend, for Friendsgiving this year. Uh-huh. And I sat there with Word open on my desktop mm-hmm. going, I have no idea what numerical day Thanksgiving is this year. I feel like I never do. And then I opened my calendar and I was like, okay, I know what it is. And then I stopped and I went... Do I have the right Thursday? <laughs> Do you? Turns out it is, in fact, the 24th. Mm-hmm. I guess was correct. And I'm, I'm pretty, pretty mad about this, because this means that we get a month and a day of Christmas. Bullshit. We all know that you're going to... You and I both... You would have started now if it weren't for us holding you back. We all know oh, as sure. soon as the 1st of November hits, you are going full Christmas mode. And honestly, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think, I think it's fine, personally. Like. Christmas has gotten to be too big of a franchise to be contained to just one month. Truly. And like, first November is my eggnog threshold. So for me to criticize you for getting started on Christmas that early would make me a massive hypocrite. Yeah, fair. Fair. You know, because for years I've been annoyed about like, I used to be a diehard Christmas starts like at the end of Thanksgiving person. That used to be me. Mm -hmm. However... If we're being entirely honest, I start drinking eggnog lattes much earlier than that. So, like, you know, it, it's I'm I'm coming around 
to Christmas occupying November as well. I really am. Sure. And so, like, I, 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 I think this is the perfect time for me to mention a piece of my sordid past. Uh-huh. So, you know how I talk about how, like, I'm a completely different person now than I was 10 years ago. Sure. In every aspect. Like, I, I, I left the church, I came out as trans, etc., 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 yada, yada, yada. And so on and so forth. And so on and so forth. And my old band recorded a song. I'm sure I could find it for you if I looked hard enough, but my old band recorded a song that I wrote. This is one of the few songs that we had in our catalog that I could take full writing credit for. Uh And the chorus opened with, tell me why does Christmas start in October? (laughs) Really? I wrote a song complaining about how early in the year Christmas starts. You, of all people. So when I tell you I have changed completely from 10 years ago, oh boy. Yeah. Wow. That's... In ways you can't even comprehend. See, I assume this is just, you were always like this, you know? God, it feels like I should have always been this. Like, right? I have plenty of things where I haven't actually changed that much of all, where I've always been like this. And this, the Christmas thing thing feels like one of those things for you. I, I, it, what it happened? sure does. What happened? I don't know. I don't know at what point I became the crazy Christmas lady. I'm okay with it. <laughs> to be fair, I am sure. okay with it. Oh, I know you are. But it's just like, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. So, wow, that's fascinating. That, man. I cannot square that. I can't square that. Even having known you before transition... You were still into Christmas back then. A lot. I was. Yeah. I was. As for as long as I've known you. Uh but I also also I guess the the other the flip side of this coin. Uh-huh. The 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 flip side of this coin is that I did write a Christmas song. <laughs> sure, it's a Christmas song complaining about how early Christmas starts, but I did write a Christmas song. I mean, yeah, that counts. I mean, listen, if if Christmas will break your heart counts as a Christmas song, then that counts as a Christmas song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we settled that. So now you can tell me about the Apple TV, which I'm assuming that you Googled because Apple just did some announcements this morning oh, just out of nowhere. That is absolutely why. Well, there's two reasons I Googled it. But that's the main reason, yeah. Apple, we're, we're turning into a tech podcast for just a little bit here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, ATP. A tech podcast. No, no, no. This is on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. ATP, a tech podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely... That's all, that's all it can mean. <laughs> I absolutely meant to. Anyway, so Apple came out with a new Apple TV, and I've been thinking about picking one up because um, mine, like everything else in my life that isn't wasn't in my car with me, is still in a container on the East Coast. And the Airbnb I'm in doesn't have an Apple TV or actually anything hooked up to the TV except a cable box. And I don't oh, know about, you know, where I'm going to be staying for the next six months. And I don't know if that one will have one either. So I was sort of thinking about picking one up for that because... It'll probably have a Roku. It'll probably, or a yeah. Chromecast. Yeah. Ugh. So, like, I want something that, I, aside from the cable box hooked up to the TV, whatever... And the new Apple TV has Matter, Thread, whichever one support, the new home automation standard 
in air quotes, which will hopefully solve all my problems whenever I get around to insmarting at home. Yeah, sure. Of course it will. Yeah, it'll solve so many problems. See, all, all I can think about is that fucking standards meme that uh, SKCD <laughs> yes? did. That's right. That's all I can think about. I don't give a shit about new standards in home automation because we've already got so many and none of them. And they all are, suck. None of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, no. This one's going to be good. We swear. We promise. We fucking swear. It's going to be great. I thought Zigbee was the good one. I thought Z-Wave was the good one. I... <laughs> Just, just tell me that the lights that I bought at Ikea are going to work. <laughs> anyway, so the new Apple TV supports Matter, Thread, whatever the fuck they're calling it. They stopped making the HD model. You can only get the 4K. The Siri remote now uses USB-C instead of Lightning, which... And so would... does the new iPad. I'm getting there. I'm getting to the fucking iPads. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, we'll, 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 t- we'll table the iPad for now. <laughs> so the the new... Apple TV costs $130 unless you spring for the 128 gig model, which also includes Ethernet, for uh, $150. So it's like... And it's worth noting, only the more expensive version supports Matter and Thread. That's right. And they're $20 different? That's just... That's the thing that gets me here. Why the fuck would you go it's to all this It's very un-Apple. Yeah. So the cheaper one, I say cheaper, because again, it's a $20 Delta doesn't have Ethernet, it doesn't support Thread, but it's only a $20 difference. And at that point, I wonder why. Why bother? Why not just why, sell... Why fragment the product line for Seriously, that? Just for $20, just sell one. Just sell one model. Just have a one model of Apple TV and make everyone happy. Because then if they ever, if someone buys the, the one Apple TV and is like, oh, I'm going to try this whole smart home bullshit... Mm-hmm. They'll be surprised and delighted to discover that they already have the thing that they might need. At which point it won't work, but, you know, they'll have had that brief moment of hope and that's all that matters. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And <laughs> then I look at the fucking iPad. They came out with a new iPad, just iPad, no modifiers on mm-hmm. that. Just the plain, normal iPad. The cheap one, as it were. Except it's not the cheap one, because they're still selling last year's model as the actual cheap one. The new one looks is shaped like an ipad air or ipad pro like all ipads are shaped now except um by that you mean it's like the square edges and the yeah yeah square edges thin bezels flat back all of that except you know how all of those support the second generation apple pencil the one that just magnetically attaches yeah 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 this one doesn't of course not this one only supports the first generation Apple Pencil, which you have to charge using a docking sleeve. Why? Uh, because fuck you, I guess. They also had to make a new docking sleeve because... Um, Wait, what is a docking sleeve? You know the, the little dongle that you have to use to charge the first-gen pencil? Oh, see, I just, I just plugged the pencil <clears throat> into my iPad. You could do that, um, except A, it looks really stupid, and B, sometimes maybe you want to charge it using a cable. I... This is how I would want to charge it. So, you know, it makes sense mm. that they have the little dongle thingy. It does look very much like it does operate very much like a certain kind of sex toy that pe- two people with penises would use. Um, <laughs> and also they had to make a new one because the new the new um, the new iPad is USB-C mm-hmm. and, and the pencil is still lightning. So you can't plug it into the new iPad. It's very stupid. I don't. like. Yes, it. I saw that. I saw that. You have to charge the pencil with a dongle now. Yeah, I. Uh, Dongletown, USA. Here we go. Fucking Dongletown. I'm angry about this. I like. No. This is... <laughs> Shocking. I know. 
I just it mm, Tim Cook's Apple has spent a lot of time making the entire product line more complex than it needs to be. Okay. And this is just this is one of the worst examples I think thus far. I really do. Between Well, how many how how many iPads are we at now? Uh I believe 5. Might be 6. Why? Let me look. apple.com. <clears throat> iPad. So we have the iPad Pro which comes in two sizes. Okay. We have the iPad Air. I I'm willing to call the two different sizes one product. I am too cuz they're both the iPad Pro. Yes. Which they've also refreshed today, and it has the M2 instead of the M1. Who gives a shit? It's still an iPad. iPad Pro in two sizes. iPad Air in one size. iPad Mini in one size, the correct size. Okay. And two products that are called iPad. The ninth generation one, which still has the home button and the chin and the forehead. And the new 10th generation iPad, which has USB-C and looks like the iPad Pro, but doesn't support magnetic pencil. Also, they came out with a new magic keyboard thingy that only works with this new iPad. And the but new not I- the Pro, not the Air. But not the Pro and not the Air. And also, um, you can't use that magic keyboard with this iPad, even though it's the same shape. Tim. Listeners, I wish you could see Noel's exasperated expression right now. Tim. What Tim. the fuck, Tim? Tim, 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 Tim. Yeah. Oh, Tim. Also, they still haven't done a new iPad Mini. I mean, a new, um, any new desktop Mac. Still waiting for that. Still waiting for a new Mac Mini. Still waiting yeah. for the Mac Pro. You know, I, I don't fucking you know. know what's I, going I, on over I, there. I, I could, I could go for a new Mac Mini. Yeah, I would love an M. Like, <clears throat> I'm thinking about a new Mac Mini because my current one is an Intel, and I would love for it to be an M2. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sitting on the M1 Mac Mini, but I, I wouldn't mind upgrading. When that day comes. Sure, sure. Just, it's just, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand it. It seems weird. I would, I wish they would get their shit together a little bit. I really do. Speaking of upgrades, you searched yep. for Wirecutter Best Drip Coffee Maker. I did. So I had a moment the other day where I realized mm-hmm. my coffee setup has too many points of friction. Yes, it does. So. It also has power to- tools. Well. <laughs> It doesn't always involve power tools. Only when I want whipped cream. A girl needs her whippies. I'm about to hit my eggnog threshold, I tell you what. Hey! Uh, but no, I realize that my, 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 my coffee setup has a little bit... It, it's, it's, it's not easy to make a cup of coffee. It That's has it. too many steps. Mm-hmm. And so I thought to myself... What I really want, as things are getting colder, is I just want access to good, easy drip coffee that will always be ready for me in the morning. Sure, sure. That's that's the dream of every red-blooded American. Right. So I did what anyone would do, and I went on Wirecutter to decide what the definitive drip coffee maker is. That's right. And not at all to my surprise, I ended up with a product made by OXO. That doesn't surprise me. Not in the least, because the Wirecutter um, editorial crew and I share one thing in common, and that is a deep and abiding love for basically every product that OXO makes. They're they're good at their jobs. They're like, really good at their job. They're one of the few consumer products companies that are good at their jobs. And so I, I got the OXO, mm-hmm. because of course I did. Sure. Didn't you have an OXO before? Because you had one before, I thought. No, the previous one that I had was uh, Hamilton Beach. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, I've made exactly I've made coffee exactly once with this machine. It was far too sour. And I haven't bothered to try to figure out my grind setting since. That is not how I expected this to go. How did you expect this to go? I figured you would have either dialed it in by now or that your first go would have been great. So I thought the first go was going to be great. Mm -hmm. I really did. I thought it was just going to be a simple, fun, easy experience because I know how to dial in coffee. Yeah, and it's an automatic drip. It's the easiest one to fuck with. But uh, I fucked something up. I fucked Mm. something up and I don't know what. And because I have now fucked up something once for even a moment, I am now never able to touch the thing again. Understandable. Yeah. Huh. That's weird, though. Sour. It's fine. I hmm. I think I under-extracted. Yeah, that's probably, almost certainly. So hmm. I just need to turn down the grind size, I think? Probably, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... I'll futz with it tomorrow morning. So you've just been drinking room temperature monsters instead, then? Yeah, I, um... The the one the one search term that should be on here that isn't was um monster monster energy ultra white subscribe and save <laughs> uh because I have now signed up for subscribe and save monster energy ultra white oh you're getting those by subscription oh no yeah no every oh. month I get a new twenty four pack oh dear. Which is good, because that matches the pace that I drink them at. Sure, yeah. That sounds like it just about works out for your weekdays. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. However, I do think I'm going to be moving to coffee a lot, lot more, as it's... Someone just tried to open my front door. Oh, fun. I I saw him walk past your window. Oh, is it like a political campaign guy who's trying to put, like, flyers indoors? Might be. Hang on, let me peek through the poke hole. Yeah, there are some political flyers on my uh, on my patio now. Wonderful. Yeah, great. But Love yeah, that. like, I I do think I'm going to be moving to coffee a lot more as it as it starts to get colder. Sure. As we start to have the mornings where you actually need a warm drink to pep you up, because I'm 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 almost foolish enough to, but not quite foolish enough to pour my monster into the electric kettle. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! I'm not, I'm not quite there. No, I know, but I just said... Uh, but the fact that it's crossed my mind at all... Is concerning. Not surprising, but concerning. But concerning. Yes. Yeah. But, Ooh. uh, yeah, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll go outside and I'll knit and I'll grab a can. Because I, I, go, I go out to the park here and I knit in the park every so often. So, yeah, I can just grab a can, put it in uh, my shoulder bag... <laughs> And, and go knit in the park. Liz, tell me why you Googled shoulder bag. Tell me, tell you why I re-Googled shoulder bag. Cause I've yeah, why do you re-Google <clears throat> shoulder bag? Um, well, now that I'm living in a city and barely use my car, I'm carrying stuff around with, around with me a lot more. And here's the problem. Here's the real problem. I have the Tom Bin Medium Cafe bag. And aside from any mild concerns I might have about its aesthetics, um... Because the last time I searched this, I was looking for something that would reliably be described as a purse. Sure. The medium cafe bag works great for carrying some of the things that I would like to carry on a regular basis. Like if but my the wallet... medium bag is still pretty small. Yes, the medium bag is still pretty small. And the main problem that I've encountered is actually its depth. Or, like, not... Breadth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's not quite wide enough in the sides to hold. Can't relate. Hmm? Can't relate. Not no. quite wide enough in the sides. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh we, dear, have, we dear. have fun here. We have oh, fun here, dear. folks. <laughs> it also can't hold a water bottle, is the thing. It is not quite wide enough to hold a water bottle comfortably. See, that's a problem for yeah. me. That um, it also it seems like an oversight because it is definitely tall enough to hold a water bottle along with a bunch of other crap. It's just the width. It's just the width of the bag. So I went looking. And if, if it's not going to hold a water bottle, it's not going to hold a handle of, of whiskey. Like, no, absolutely not. And at that point, what's what's the point? What's what really? What it seriously? What is the point? <laughs> um, so I went searching again for a shoulder bag. Um, this time I was mostly searching on Etsy actually, and I found a. Plain black canvas shoulder bag sort of purse sort of deal with a few pockets, which looks like it should do the trip. It's definitely wide enough to hold a camera. Okay. Which is good, which means it'll, by default, also hold a water bottle without any problems. It's not here yet. I was hoping it would be, but it's um, currently caught in international shipping nonsense. Um, it ha- Well, it has made it to the States, but like like most things on Etsy at this point... I won't say most. That might be unfair. A lot of things on Etsy are just shit that's getting drop shipped from China. Oh yeah, because that is the eventual end state of every online store. Yeah, if 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 there is a user curated marketplace, yeah, eventually the user is going to become a drop shipper. Yes, this is the same reason it's impossible to search for any consumer electronics on Amazon anymore. Good lord. Um, so yeah, no, it looks nice. It's a, it's complete. It's black. It's completely unbranded, which I like. It, you know, hopefully it'll get here. It'll soon. It'll definitely hold a camera. It'll definitely hold a, a um, a water bottle. I just hope I like it. On the other hand, if I yeah. don't, it was like twenty five bucks, so not a major loss. Speaking of carrying a camera around, you searched offload photos from Capture One iPad, and we've totally yeah. never talked about Capture One on the show before. So let's let's rewind a little bit to I want to talk about bags as well. Sure, sure. Because my big thing recently is I have realized that I don't like carrying around either of my Peak Design bags for just like casual carry. That makes sense. The backpack is too big and chunky, and it's really only good for carrying camera gear. It's not good for carrying anything else. Yeah, yeah. And then the sling bag is also kind of too big and chunky. Like, it would be yeah, great I've for seen just going sitting... and doing a quick and dirty shoot, but right. it's not great for carrying. No, it's not. It doesn't. I've seen it sitting in the corner of your apartment. It's not quite an everyday bag, you know? It's not. It's really frustrating. So yeah. I found these, these really cute bags. I found one at a thrift shop here. Mm-hmm. And it's just a cute bag with a cute print on it. But it's the perfect shoulder bag. Yeah, it is quite good. And I've been carrying it around for a while now. And I finally got to the point where I was jealous of the fact that you could carry your camera in your bin bag. Mm hmm. Barely. And so I got to going, well, what 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 can I do to make my photography experience more travelable, more 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 EDC able? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more convenient, more, less friction. You want less friction in carrying your camera around. Right. So I, uh, I ended up buying a 50 millimeter prime lens for my mirrorless camera. Right. Thinking, what if I just get rid of all the bulk of my giant 2470 
art lens. Mm-hmm. And I just bring a prime that's as small and compact of a package as possible. Sure. But your camera's still a little bit bulky. I got the lens and I brought the camera and it fits in this bag beautifully. Yeah. Like great. it really does. I can forget that I'm carrying it, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I want. Yeah. And once I started carrying the camera, I started taking photos again. Mm-hmm. And once I started taking photos again, I needed to edit those photos. So I sit down at my desk and I realize that I only have one SD card reader and it is a lightning connection. Oh no. Really? So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, what are my options? Oh, right. Capture One came out with a version for iPad recently. Uh-huh. Let's try that. So now I'm, I'm, I'm downloading the photos from the camera directly right. onto my iPad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm beginning to think, by the way, that um, we, we need, like, a swear jar for Capture One on the iPad. Oh, uh, well, you know. <laughs> I, 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 I plug in. Mm-hmm. I import the photos. Right. I edit them. It's a beautiful process. They edit so cleanly. It is exactly the Capture One that I want on iPad. Mm-hmm. And then I find myself stuck. Oh. Mm. Because I don't know how to get these photos... And these are raw photos, which means they're about 30 to 60 megabytes a piece. Right. Oh, you shoot raw on that thing? Ooh. Of course I do. Really? Why? So that I have more flexibility in editing. Fair. I just, I did not expect, for some reason I was not expecting you to be shooting in raw. Oh, I, I shoot in raw even on my iPhone. Really? Okay. Huh. Yeah. All right. All right. Interesting. But yeah, so like, I've, I've got all these raw photos on my iPad now. I'm mm-hmm. sitting here going, this is the base model iPad 7. Right. This is not a fancy device. This is not a replace your work computer iPad. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm filling up its storage real fast. <laughs> so I Googled offload photos from Capture One iPad. And what'd you find? Well, you can put the photos in a synced folder. And then the synced folder will sync with the desktop capture one that you have on the computer. But now I've got these photos that are living in the synced folder, and I just have to come in on my computer at some point. Right. Capture one, open that up, and pull the photos from the sync, mm-hmm. from the synced fo- uh, folder, and import them. Because I do still have to do the whole import process. I have to import them. Mm-hmm. From the synced folder. Right. And then I have to remember to go back to the iPad and to delete them off the iPad manually. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. That, that, so, eh, that's a little annoying, but I kind of get how that lies like that. Oh, it, it, it makes complete sense. Yeah. It's just not the frictionless experience that I wanted. No. It's like, but I assume uh, that it, it, does, it does move all your edits over, right? It does move the edits over. Yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, I would hope it does. <laughs> I actually don't remember how to import from there right now. I was just going to do it because I have a few photos that I need to import. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't remember how to do that. I'm going to have to look it up, mm. which is annoying. <laughs> yes, it is. It's annoying that this is something I have to look up. Yeah, yeah. That is, um, I have bought Capture One for the iPad ages ago, but I haven't used it yet, probably because I have not been carrying my camera, my digital camera around with me because my bag is just slightly too small for it to fit comfortably. And I can't make this camera smaller. 
Mm. This camera is already so small. This I'm holding my Olympus EM10 Mark III. It's a digital camera. Yes. 40 mil, I mean, 20 mil prime, 40 mil equivalent, um, because crop sensor. It's already about as compact as you can get for a decent camera. Yeah. It's nice and it's small, but it doesn't feel good in the hand. It doesn't, it feels okay in the hand. It doesn't feel in the, as good in the hand as your Canon. Yeah. That thing, that, that's the thing I really like about the Canon is you pick that up and you instantly go, oh, yeah. Because it oh, looks, yeah. it looks wrong. It looks stupid because it's Canon's weird mirrorless mount. And they made it a little bit bulky because it's like sort of between a compact mirrorless and an actual SLR in size. And it looks weird. But then you pick it up and you like hold it by the grip and you go, oh, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because it, 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 it's, it's made to be a camera that has a heavier lens on it. And so it's got that really nice grip. Yeah. So that it feels good to hold those heavier lenses, which I know your camera doesn't have to compensate for at all. No, no. This has, I mean, it has a grip and it has a nice little outcropping here that your thumb rests against Mm. like a lever and it works well, but it's definitely not quite as ergonomic as yours. But that's a trade-off that I made because I wanted it to be as small as possible, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So with all the shooting that you've been doing, I'm assuming that you're going to need some sort of photo lab Seattle. (laughs) Uh, Yes, because I have not been using the digital camera. Um, instead I've been using, this is a joke that only works for us. We're not a video podcast. Um, the joke is that I have, um, a digital camera that looks almost identical to a film camera that I bought. Um, I, I bought a, um, before I moved, I'd bought that, um, Russian, uh, rangefinder that arrived and was more broken than it was described as in the eBay listing. And I haven't really had a chance to try and do anything about that because it arrived while I was packing. So I kind of just bought this on a whim, to be perfectly honest. It is an Olympus sure. ON2N. It is a 1978 35mm film SLR camera. It came with a 50mm lens. I love it. Mm-hmm. It is utterly fantastic. I adore it. It is. It has light metering, and it will do automatic um, aperture priority shooting. But aside, like, it's not too automatic, and I like that. It is delightfully tactile to use, um, because I'm an insufferable hipster. I have shot one roll of film. Someone else has shot another roll of film on this camera, because I lent it out. And I need to get it developed, because unlike my first film phase, I'm not about to fucking develop rolls of film in an Airbnb bathroom. Right. So, I did a bit of Googling. I also asked a couple of friends, people I know around here who also have film cameras, um, and they recommended a lab called Panda Lab. Down, It's down near Seattle Center. You get off the bus and are immediately greeted by <laughs> Climate Pledge Arena, which is the stupidest name for a um, sporting venue that I've ever heard in my life. It's not the stupidest. It's one no, of the no, it, to- it, it, it totally works. It totally just reminds me of the Climate Pledge that I'm sure somebody made. To do something regarding the climate. Yeah, some guy named uh, Jeff. And I think about that. I think about that all the time now. Oh, constantly. I, I mean, I am constantly thinking about the climate, to be fair. Yes. The climate of hostility on this show. <laughs> now, whose fault is that? Uh, I'm going to say it's Graham Norton's fault. Fuck you. <laughs> uh. You know, really, it's Graham Norton's fault that <laughs> I, as a woman, have to develop a podcast of my own in order to have a voice. It's Graham Norton's fault that I feel silenced as a woman. <sighs> really, Graham, Graham Norton is the one who is to blame here. That's right. Yes, exactly. 
This is an extended bit that doesn't make any sense outside of the context of, like, right now, where J.K. Rowling is mad because Graham Norton said, hey, regarding trans issues, maybe we should talk to trans people. And then J.K. Rowling is, of course, now insisting that she's being silenced by Graham, which is, um... Bullshit. Bullshit? Um, don't worry, I'm sure this discourse cycle will still be happening by the time the episode's out. I God, I hope it's not. No, it will be. If not this I, one, I'm, do- I'm done with. One... I'm done with all of the trans discourses. I am done with all of the trans discourses. John Stewart, done. John <laughs> Oliver, done. Graham Norton, done. J.K. Rowling, fucking done. I am not doing any more trans discourse. You can take Keffels and get her the fuck out of here. Sorry, that's someone else's problem now. So you don't want to hear about the bill that Idaho has introduced today? Idaho, Idaho, who cares? <laughs> I, I. Cannot do more discourse. I, I have looked into the gaping maw of the void and determined that it is not getting me today. Not today. <laughs> You're not doing it this time. <laughs> I am done with discourse. You're opting out. I am opting out. No more contrapoints. <laughs> no more detransitioners who are arguing in bad faith. And no more putting asterisks in my tweet for fear that somebody will see them. If they see my tweet, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just try to not tweet about that stuff anymore, I guess. I won't tweet Bullshit. about JK Rowling anymore. Bullshit. I won't, I won't tweet about how Hagrid was a transphobe and uh, he can rot in hell. I'll, I'll do better. This is my apology. This is my public apology. I am sorry that I tweeted that I hope Hagrid is rotting in hell. Okay? Is, does that make you happy? Is that what you want? Is that what I need to get death threats out of my inbox? Because I'll do it. I will apologize right here and right now, and I'll be fucking sincere. So how many death threats did you get in your inbox today? Today, none. I got three total. Oh, okay. I was worried that you'd got some more. No, 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 no. Uh, I had another tweet blow up and go viral, so I deprioritized my other one. Wait, really? Which one? Which one? Uh, I, I've, been, I've been talking about this in the chat. Um, I, had, I made a tweet... Here, let me let me just pull it up so I get it right. Sure, sure. And actually, this, this is gonna be a good one for me to get your your feedback on. Sure, I'm surprised I didn't. I probably saw it. I don't in one ear out the other, you know. It, yeah, I tweeted. I'm constantly haunted by the John Oliver episode where he paid off a ton of people's medical debt for pennies on the dollar. Oh, this one, yes. We can yep. do this, and it's not the largest form of charity in the world. What's wrong with us? So I tweeted that yesterday. And in the intervening 24 hours, it's mm-hmm. racked up 600 retweets and almost 6,000 likes. Wow. Which has been much better than my previous tweet that blew up, where I said that Hagrid should rot in hell. Um, for this tweet has not led to any death threats. For reference, um, Noel tweeted about um, actor Robbie Coltrane, who portrayed Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. That's what he means when, when we say that Hagrid should rot in hell. Because Robbie yeah, Coltrane because did defend J.K. Rowling being a massive shit state on society. So that's, that's, that's your context if you don't have it. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, my, my photography hobby, my, my second film phase. <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? That's what we were talking about, yes. I don't even know how we got here. I don't remember. I don't either. I'm going to uh, have to remember later. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, so I, um, you know. I got some recommendations from friends, and they all recommended the same place, which seemed like a good sign. So I took the bus over to Seattle Center, dropped a couple rolls off, and um, I'm really hoping that I get at least one useful, good picture out of them. Because I haven't touched film, you know, 35mm photographic film, in 
since 2014. This is the first role that I've shot since 2014. I think you're going to have a lot of almost in focus photos. That's kind of what I expect. I'm getting used to new camera as well. So that's not going to help. If more than one comes out passable, I will consider this a win. If none of them- I'm done with passing discourse too, okay? Done with it. The discourse (laughs) is over. I don't give a shit what you look like. I, 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 I cannot be fucked. Oh, you have a transition timeline. You glowed up. Fuck you. Who cares? If, if, if more than- I am coming out publicly as being anti-transition timeline. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> and it's not just because I don't have any good photos from before I transitioned. That's not it at all. Fuck you for suggesting it. How dare you? <laughs> if, <laughs> if more than one... <laughs> If more than one picture comes out in focus and okay, that'll be like that'll be a massive success. Sure. That's that's yeah. how I feel about this role. So what are you what are you doing with these photos now that you've like got them? Like once they're developed and you have them in your hands, what are you doing with them? Are you do are you scanning them? Are you putting them up on Flickr? Oh no, are they're you... I'm, they're going to end up on Flickr, but the photo lab is going to scan them for me because I don't oh, really a, I don't have a, yeah uh, it costs extra, but that's okay because a I don't have a scanner right now. B scanning film sucks. Scanner, I hardly know her. Hey! <laughs> Scanning film is a miserable, tedious ordeal, and I will probably get back into doing it if slash when I get back into developing my own film and not just shooting film. But we're not at that point yet, partly because I'm still living out of an Airbnb, um, partly because I don't feel like buying a shitload of chemicals right now, or a scanner. But yeah, no, I'm gonna. they're going to get scanned. I'll get... Um, I think I get a flash drive full of them, um, along with the negatives back. I'm going to put them on Flickr if they're any good. Um, if they're not any good, obviously. Flickr, I hardly know her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know, that the same thing I would have been, once once they're digitized, the same thing I've been doing with any other photos that I take, well, that is to say, show them on the internet, tweet about it a couple of times, and then probably forget about them entirely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, though. Like, I feel, A anticipation slash anxiety slash a mild amount of impatience about getting these back and seeing how they came out. But I am like in the mood where I want to start carrying a camera around and my, my normal everyday carry camera is probably going to be the digital one just for simplicity's sake. Sure. But you know, I'm in a mood and a mind space that I haven't been in a very long time where I want to Actively be ready to take pictures and, you know, just go out and if I see something pretty, if I see something interesting, I just want to have a camera with me. And I haven't had that, like, for a while I was like, I would intentionally say, oh, I want to go somewhere and take photographs. But right now I'm in the mood of, oh, I want to have the camera with me in case I see something I want to photograph. Sure. So that's kind of where I'm at mentally. Um, And it feels good. It's a pretty nice improvement, actually, over previous mental states recently. Um, so that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's where I'm at with photography. I am waiting for these, I'm waiting for this role to come back before I buy any more film, just so I know how massively I fucked it up, if any, if at all. So, uh, speaking of, speaking of, uh, mental states, tell me why you Googled Ian's shoelace site. I don't follow in the slightest. <laughs> Be- because when you get 5150, they take away your shoelaces. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they didn't take mine away. Oh, well, maybe that's not something they do anymore. <laughs> if you're considered an act of harm to yourself, they'll do that. But you can't, like... Yeah, I... 
I mean, they took my shoes away, but not, they didn't take the laces out. They just gave me the... And <laughs> anyway. Did you still have access to shoelaces? Well, no, but they didn't remove then them. Then there you go. Well, they didn't take my shoelaces away. They took my shoes away. I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> anyway, I got new shoes. <laughs> I bought, Great, thanks. I, that, that's the episode. I don't curiosities. <laughs>